welcome back to Let's Talk Shop. You're listening to Season 5, Episode 4. And today I am joined by Julie Driscoll, who is the Retail and Fashion Managing Director at Hive Group, and Karin Hausman, who's the Digital Marketing Director at Hive. And we are talking about Spring and Autumn Fair Online Marketplace, which will be launching on the 4th of May. This is really exciting because it means that Spring and Autumn Fair will now be an omni-channel supported by both online ordering and the physical events that they run every September and uh, February. In today's episode, Karen and Julie shares all about what the online marketplace will be look like or what it will will be what it can do and how you can get involved and it's going to continue to grow and be developed so i'm very excited to see how this can offer a additional kind of extension of a, a trade show and live event so if you enjoyed today's episode please share where you are listening you can tag me i'm small underscore business underscore collaborative over on instagram and of course it's always great when you can take a moment to rate and review the podcast over on apple podcast as it really helps the podcast grow but without further ado here's my conversation with julie and karen from spring and autumn fair hello karen and julie thank you so much for joining me on let's talk shop today hi hi i'm so happy to have you both I uh, thought we'd um, start off with Julie, if you could introduce yourself and what you do for Spring and Autumn Fair. Wonderful. So I'm Julie Driscoll. I'm the Managing Director for Spring and Autumn Fair. I also look after the retail and fashion shows at Hive Group PLC, which are Glee, also homed at the NEC in Birmingham, Moda, Pure, Pure Origin, and scoop so we've got a wide stable of events within the retail and fashion space and I've been very much looking forward to talking to you today around omni-channel plans for the year ahead so we are very excited to be developing our products over the year ahead and we'll introduce my colleague Karen Houseman who's helping us achieve our key priorities over to you Karen. Thank you, Lee. Hi, Therese. My name is Karen Hausman. I'm the Digital Marketing Director at Hive, who is the organizer of Spring and Autumn Fair. Um, I've been with the company for about seven years now in different senior marketing roles. And my big passion is to reach and engage our audiences online. So I'm super happy to be launching our new exciting Spring and Autumn Fair online marketplace and supporting Julie in reaching our digital and omnichannel goals at Hive. It's so exciting. This is completely new. I don't know. I suppose that this has gone quicker than maybe you had planned because of the pandemic. But tell us more about what you're launching. What is the plan for the marketplace? And obviously, with any business that we run, we're always researching with our communities and our customer bases. What is it that you want? What's your unmet need? What is it that's keeping you awake at night? What's a problem that we can help you solve? So we've been speaking to hundreds of retailers and exhibitors over the last year and using the time during lockdown to really ensure we're moving forwards with rapid product development that's aligned to our customer goals. And what they said they wanted is they wanted a choice. They wanted to be able to 
buy on site at our events, spring and autumn fair in this instance, but they also wanted a complementary platform to be able to buy in between our events online. And this might be to find new suppliers that have niche or very on-trend products or to reorder from their existing suppliers. We're also launching a curated meetings product, which will be coming online later in the year. But I'll let Karen perhaps talk a little bit more about how we're going to execute the online marketplace. So over to you, Karen. Thanks, Julie. As Julie just said, it was really important for us to, or is always has been, to build products based on customer need. So after doing a bit of soul searching and market research this year and last year, we found a great uh, partner that can help us to, to go online and launch an omnichannel uh, or online marketplace, which will be launching on the 4th of May. So it's a, a complementary product to our live events and a 365 online trading platform which is where buyer can um, source products and shop online all year round. And brands, on the other hand, can showcase their products and trade also in between shows and 365. So we're launching the 4th of May. What can brands do already now, or maybe even shops that are listening? Can they get involved now or is it going to happen from May? What is the plan? Sure. So we've launched on the 13th of April, which is which was last week, to brands and buyers where they can already sign up to participate and be online for the launch on 4th of May. And how it will work as a brand, you just apply, you let us know you want to take part. We are very much focusing in the first few months on the gift uh, and well-being and beauty sectors, but already have plans in place to then really go wider and include all of our sectors. If you are by, you can also sign up to tell us you're interested, but we have a quite you know, well thought through vetting process in place because for us, it's all about quality of buyers because brands told us they want to access serious vetted buyers. So it's really about not just getting opening the gate and letting people to join, but only letting really good quality buyers to, to be on the marketplace. And in terms of the buyers that can register, because other platforms out there, they're very much geared to single store or smaller retailers. What is your plan? Because obviously Spring and Autumn Fair also gets a huge amount of international visitors and big buyers, as in like, Mm -hmm. you know, the national chains and distributors Mm -hmm. from all over the world. Will the platform be open to them as well? The platform is open to any buyer and where we will vet them. So they need to have a website, they need to have a credible track record. So there are a number of ways that we are working to vet the retailers and the people that want to buy from suppliers. We clearly will welcome anyone if John Lewis wants to register and buy on the platform, absolutely fine. But the power is in the hands of the supplier. The supplier does not have to sell to anyone. They can vet the retailers themselves. So a retailer can send a request to a supplier. We would like to inquire about the price for 30,000 products, etc, etc, or three products, whatever it is. And then the supplier has the power within their hands of whether they accept that retailer based on the retailer's profile or not. As you know, Therese, what is so powerful in retail is that a product, a brand, doesn't want to have 50 retailers selling their product in Bath and only one in Winchester. 
So the supplier needs to really ensure that the retailers they work with are aligned to their DNA. So you will know lots and lots of small businesses who are passionate about the provenance of where their, their products come from, right? They're, mm. they're sustainable or often they're organic or they really have an invested interest in the design of the product and perhaps they're the designer of the product themselves when you are a small business like that you want to sell to retailers that are like-minded mm. so we're offering that platform where people can find the retailers that are right for them and often maybe they will have met the retailers on site at spring and autumn fair and then they're following up versus via the online marketplace so I think that the great news is that it's going to be a rich diverse section of retailers and suppliers can choose to work with the size of retailer that's right for them. I think it's going to be really exciting because it's a little bit like an extension of what already exists because you will absolutely so much knowledge of the industry because you've been doing it for so many years. And you're actually coming from the industry, which is quite different from like some of the other platforms, which might have more of like a tech startup behind them. Pure play online. That's right. So (laughs) so there are pure play online sites that have risen up. Of course there are. Where we have an advantage is that we are going to be the first home and gift trade show within the UK that offers an online trading platform. So Mm -hmm. it's a... An, an alternative platform, an additional platform, a complementary platform to our shows, but we're the first. And why are we the first? Well, we've got 70 years of knowing our retail community. We really understand the retailers. We really understand the suppliers. We're brilliant at editing. We're brilliant at product curation. And we are excellent at understanding the very on-trend products that British retailers particularly, but also internationally, but particularly in the first wave, it's going to be really putting the right product in front of our brilliant British retailers that is going to be selling through right now. So we're very excited to be doing that. We have the heritage, which means we can be people's trusted partner. So they trust us as suppliers or retailers to come to our shows because they've been buying brilliant product that sells through for years and years through our wonderful shows. And now they can trust us as being their partner online. And Therese, we've done a lot of work, of course, ahead of ahead of the launch to identify what is our unique selling point. That's because we are aware where there are other players on the market and they've been launching before, but we are really confident that with our heritage, our understanding of of curation and products and knowing the market and customers and brands and buyers. Plus on top, we have an established online presence. We're already getting hundreds of thousands of visitors every month to our website. And we now can direct this audience to our online platform from springandautumnfair.com. So we are really confident that we can offer something that others can't. We will be focusing on all of our messaging and communications on what brands and buyers can get from the online marketplace. And will they kind of work seamlessly? So if you go to the Spring and Autumn Fair website, it's it's part of the exhibitor's directory, if you will, which I know a lot of buyers use to find new brands, perhaps if they're not going to the shows like the last year or so <laughs> because of the pandemic, they already use the directory of who is exhibiting at the show to find retailers. 
how would that work together? Will you they be able to go into the directory, see who's exhibiting? I guess the next show is Autumn Fair and see, oh, yes, that supplier is on the marketplace too. I can go and buy it from them. Or how will that work? Yes, so for the launch or from the 4th of May, or any brand that's, that's participating in the marketplace and also exhibiting will have a direct link from the exhibitor zone to the to the profile on the platform, which will be live from the 4th of May. But we are working already on kind of what's our next step. Because ideally, we, we at some point would want to offer a one-stop shop where everything sits on one site, right? So I think for launch, it's focused on going live, directing people to the on the marketplace, connecting it to the exhibitor zone, but already getting then feedback from brands and buyers of how we can make this all a smoother process. Um, one reason we've chosen the, the partner we have chosen, Events United, is that they were very willing to work with us to evolve the platform based on customer feedback. So what's really important for us is to launch the product and then hear from brands and buyers of what would they need, how we can make it easier for them and smoother and simpler to trade online 365. So we're very looking forward to kind of starting and then going on a journey with friends and buyers and, and working on and improving the platform with them. It's going to be so exciting to hear what they think about the platform when it launches properly, won't it? So the, now you already are having, I'm guessing when you launch on the 4th of May, you will already have a few brands signed up. Are those all brands that already exhibit at the show? And later on, will you also accept brands that don't exhibit at the show onto the platform? Phase one is definitely people that are our exhibitors. So we are focusing on our loyal customers first and we'll be building the product with our community. So right now, Therese, we can't answer that question because we're going to be building it and asking our retail and exhibitors and our suppliers, what would they like? So that's very much something we're gonna work in partnership with our community and build it from there. So let's find out together. And I, I guess that's how you guys have always worked, you know, because one thing that I think Spring and Autumn Fair does a lot is, and I know you did this a lot of the lockdown, over lockdown from speaking to Jessica on the podcast before, you know, you actually spoke to a lot of uh, retailers, a lot of shop owners, a lot of brands that exhibit at the show and you get, you know, their feeling about whether they wanted a trade show, what did they want a live event, what did they want? So I'm guessing that's what you're putting into this new development as well. They want both. So on equivocally our suppliers and our retailers want live events um we're recording this podcast the day after retail stores were reopening yes and one only needs to look at one's town center or local stores to see that pent-up demand people cannot wait to get out to visit their local retailers and trade shows are a department store for the trade it's no different we know that there's pent-up demand, that we know that people want to look, to touch and feel the products. They really do. What we're, what we're doing is offering a complementary platform for them to trade. It's a little bit like your stand at Spring or Autumn Fair, which are the market-leading events within the UK. It's your Regent Street flagship store. 
So twice a year, you're going to have your Regent Street flagship store. And the Spring and Autumn play, uh, Fair online marketplace will be something that will complement that those flagship stores throughout the year. So that's how we're thinking of it. What's going on in retail? We can mirror that within the B2B trade environment. And we're very excited about it. And it's something that we know our retailers and our suppliers are also very excited about. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, I suppose in a way, it's what's been happening in retail for a long time. They have all had to do it, but actually the trade events hasn't done it yet. So this is uh, quite interesting because they've all had to, especially over the last year, whether they were before or not, they, most of them, or a lot of them at least, have had to become online stores as well as brick and mortar stores so I guess this was a quite I mean looking but now we know it's happening it's quite a natural yeah. extension <laughs> it is it's a brand extension and it's a natural extension I watched a lady on Channel 4 News last night that talked about how she'd done well during lockdown through her new website that she launched during lockdown however she anticipates that the majority of her sales will bounce back to being through the retail store. And she said nothing will ever replace her retail store because of the deep bonds that she has with her customer base. Also, actually having a physical store magnifies the sales that she can do online. So we all know about e-commerce and how it works and that Many brands, if they have a physical store, it really can help accelerate both their in-store trade and their online trade. And so that's what Karen's been working brilliantly well with her team at Hive to create is that very complementary omni-channel offering. And how will the platform work? So say a supplier or brand is approved. What happens after that? Like how is the upload of the products? How does all that back, that sort of thing work? How can they? Another USP of the platform we are working with is they are offering a really good customer support. So once a brand, once a buyer, once a brand is confirmed uh, and signed their contract, then we're going to pass them over and they'll be guided through the entire onboarding. So our onboarding call, again, shown how the platform will work, really helped of getting images up and, and getting everything set up. So we wanted to really make it very easy for, for brands to, to get up and running on the platform. And to raise what's also fantastic, may I add, is that... The service is offered in a number of languages. Ooh. So any, yeah, so any of our, uh, the, the onboarding service, we have customer mm. representatives who have language skills. So for many of our international exhibitors, it's going to be a really comfortable process and a, a really great experience. And I know Karen and the team, that's something that we're very passionate about is that the user experience and user journey is going to be a very positive one. That will be so helpful for everyone. And I guess that's also a really good way to ensure that you get the same sort of mix that you get at a physical event by having that sort of thing and having thought about that sort of thing for an online 
all the time event. <laughs> so buyers will be able to register and they will be vetted to make sure that they have a shop and they're actually a serious buyer. Then they can go on the platform, they can order straight on the platform and that goes through to the brand to be approved. Is that how it's going to work? Or Yes, exactly. So the, the, the brands have full power of, uh, of who they sell to. They can set their different payment terms for each of the buyers that want to buy from them and can accept also decline selling to selling to, to, to buyers. So it's really all in their hands. To sign up, you know, we already live on spring and also springfair.com, autofair.com, where you can find the link to the platform and already go there and register as a brand or as a buyer. And when I suppose different size buyer might use the platform differently now. This will be interesting to see, actually. We don't know that because I could imagine, you know, a bigger buyer registering to see what is out there, whereas a small buyer might register to buy. So it would be very interesting to see how will buyers be able to communicate through the platforms with the seller or vice versa? So they can either um, chat with them directly on the chat or email or also have uh, arranged video calls with brands and buyers. It's really a great tool also to, to get in touch and ask questions before a sale is completed. Another reason we've chosen the platform, because we know at the beginning, especially people will have questions on products and price and order volume. So we offer the, the solution to, to contact each other and, and talk and, and discuss before the sale is completed. What do you think will be key to be successful on a platform like this? What, what, what do you think that a brand needs? I think as a brand, similar to you know, if you go on site to a trade show, you have to prepare, you have to make sure all your products are up there, but really show your best side. So we want, really want to support the brand to, to showcase their ranges because only then can buyers find products. So I think number one really is to get um, your products on the platform. Then also you can use the inbuilt email system to communicate to the market and to your audience and really promote and push as you know, as we know from any from any store, any shop, also for, for consumers, it's all about how you promote yourself and showcase mm. your ranges. And I think one big benefit of doing it online all year is you can really launch products all year round, not just in Feb and September, but also in summer or whenever you, you have something new and then tell your audience about it when it happened to really be much more interactive and can react much quicker for any launches and then tell all your buyers about it. The vision is definitely that for a number of our suppliers, they won't need their own websites. So for many of your listeners to this podcast, they may not want to invest in a e-commerce, particularly a B2B e-commerce website. So they can use our platforms as their trade website and then maybe they want to focus on other things with their website because it is a big job to get that organic search to get that traffic you know to really ensure you're getting the right unit users each and every month so by partaking in the spring and autumn fair online marketplace you're joining already a huge raft and a huge range of beautifully curated product which means you're much more likely to be found when retailers are searching 
And Karen and her team have spent a long time focusing on the key search terms, the taxonomy. So we've really looked at how retailers are searching, whether it be for funky gifts or organic or sustainable. Is What is it? What's the language that they're using? And as Spring and Autumn Online Marketplace will be able, the search will be very intuitive. Karen, I don't know if you want to mention any more about that. Uh, We're starting off with a more basic search and we're evolving and building a business of customer feedback. So what do buyers want to want to search for? Uh, what do brands want, want us to use? So it's all kind of a, a journey to, to work with our market to develop the search functionality as we go along. And will that be supported by some sort of marketing campaign for your end? Because one of the things that is so amazing with a live physical event is obviously, you know, someone might walk down a hall in a gift contemporary gift for example and they will see candles and then they will see beauty products and then they will see gifting products and they will see all these different categories within the contemporary home and gift brand but when you go to a website you might not be that surprised I mean you you know in contemporary gift you can find pet products and you might be a gift shop you never thought of stocking pet products but actually when you walk down the halls of spring or autumn fair you think you oh, that looks nice I could put that with that that could really work I get a lot of customers with their dogs in the store maybe I should have a pet range and they might actually find ideas that way so how do you think that will be replicated in like an online form so one of the things that we we're doing differently this year as a result of the research that we've done recently to raise with lots and lots of suppliers and retailers is everything we do in our marketing is product focused and very often related to trends so if we know a big trend is rattan. So that's been a big thing that's that's coming through, you know, all of the beautiful rattan um, chairs in indoor chairs or lampshades, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to bring a curated mix of what's both at the show, but also in the marketplace and alert our retail community to that. So we are going to be identifying top trends, top picks, products of the day etc etc and that will all come through as we move forwards and build the marketplace over to you Karen and, and just to add and I think how we also want people to use the marketplace is really to identify and also meet the supplier on site so what if you look for candles online you find 15 candles, and then, then you can book in meetings to on site to meet the to meet the the brand there and identify their entire range so it can really work both ways right and you can use the platform to to find buyers or brands you wouldn't have just by going to the spring and autumn fair so i think it would really work both ways it's very very uh complementary for the live event and will your so obviously you already do newsletters and you have your social media channels and all that will you be promoting brands that are selling on the marketplace platform on those things this to kind of launch it and that way people might get surprised and think of new categories yeah is- that's that's exactly right yeah and obviously social media we have a very large social media following is it twenty five thousand on instagram karen something like that so we've got a large social media following and we'll be using all of our channels to help drive retailers and the range alert them to the breadth of range that we have on 
our e-commerce platform. And I guess your mailing list is very large. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. I think we're going to use, I mean, as with anything we promote, we got a strong online traffic to our websites, you know, a big database, a big social following. So one of the powers of the marketplace is that we already have the audience, mm. a captive audience for, you know, I mean, 70 years, but not in a database, but really for a really long time. And can now use this to, you know, to help brands and buyers to connect, sell and trade on-site, but are now also online on the marketplace. Another thing I think that you guys know, as you touched on, Julie, is that you obviously have a lot of experience and see what trends the trends are. You can probably see what kind of terms people are already searching for when they're searching for suppliers on the directory and for speaking to brands that are buyers that visit the shows, you would know what they kind of want. So what do you see is coming up? What what do you think is going to be some of those key things that people are going to be looking for for I guess summer and autumn now so uh definitely sustainable that's coming through very loud and clear that people want products that have an ethical footprint or a sustainable supply chain so if anyone has a story to tell around that I would definitely advise if you're a supplier or a brand that you bring that to the fore or indeed if you're doing anything in terms of um, corporate social responsibility whether that be a charitable endeavor many retail tailors did brilliant things during lockdown as did suppliers so those are all stories that actually retailers can then use to sell products through to consumers and there is a very large social conscience growing not just in the millennials but through all age groups now so the sustainable product ranges are going to be key the other thing is designed in britain a lot of people are interested now because of Brexit in really exploring products that are designed in Britain or even manufactured manufactured in Britain. So that's something, a trail that we're going to be looking at and sourcing. And always really important is a unique product. So if brands and suppliers can say, we are the only people within the UK that supply this range. We're going to be magnifying those things very much, both at the events and online within the spring and autumn fair online marketplace. Those are all key things. And obviously then the key colours that are coming through and the key trends. But those are things that we hear repeated again and again and again. It's so interesting to see. I think, I don't know if you feel the same, but I feel like some of these things that you said is kind of, kind of trending or something people are looking for has been really amplified I feel throughout the last year with the pandemic both on ethical and sustainable and then with Brexit also made in the UK sold from the UK designed here that sort of thing so it's really interesting it's going to be interesting I hope it stays though well look I think I think post Brexit it gives people the opportunity to reevaluate their supply chains mm. and there are many different options now and more people more countries are magnifying their manufacturing capabilities so it is a very interesting time over to you Karen I think last it was really in many ways uh, the kind of reassessing of, of of life in general right so where do you buy from what do you buy when do you buy it so everything we've, we see now across retail or any other sectors, really a result of a, a really, you know, a, a major event 
last year. So I think it's just important for any company to um, you know, keep on top of everything that's going on and develop their product based on, on changing customer needs, right? So if you're a brand or if you're a buyer or if you're you know, a trade show organizer, you really have to make sure you build the product of what's going on in the world. I, I, I completely agree. Talking a little bit about Autumn Fair, since that's the next show coming up, it feels crazy to start thinking about autumn and Christmas and stuff, but that's retail, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, what will I guess think it's going to be a little bit different. I mean, first of all, it will be the first trade show for quite some time. I, I know you guys have still been running trade shows in other countries and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, it will be the first UK one that you're doing. What security things are you going to have to put in? How do you, does people feel about it? So really brilliant question. We have a safe and secure standard that a number of people within the business, Karen being one of them, myself being another, have developed to ensure all of our customers are safe and secure on site. Clearly, the government has said brilliantly that live events are able to happen. And what the government is currently doing, and we're involved in this actually, they are running an events research programme And they are running that throughout May with small events that are happening. And what they're going to do then is come back to the industry with these are all the guidelines we believe will need to be put in place on site for large scale events. So they're going to be monitoring the FA Cup final and things like that. So all of these things are happening over the next six to eight weeks. So by the time Autumn Fair comes around, I think we're all going to be pretty well versed in exactly what we need to do. We have safe and secure guidelines on our website right now, which any retailer or supplier can look at. So that's springfair.com or autumnfair.com. Or please feel free to drop me a line or Karen a line at any time to find out more. But we're very excited and confident about running safe and secure live events in the UK in 2021. I'm very excited to go to live events, to be honest. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you guys are too. It's, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we're recording this, it's Tuesday today and shops opened yesterday, as we said, and I was out yesterday morning when they opened at 9.30. Wonderful. It was just so nice to be out. And I think there was a real mix of feelings from the retailers. They seemed to like be nervous and a little bit worried and also excited i hope that if things keep going the way they've gone so far with the vaccinations and stuff yes confidence by the time we get to september will be much higher i hope it absolutely will be to raise the most successful vaccination program in history by the nhs how fantastic is that week on week the confidence is growing we're going to bounce back better with our products on spring and autumn fair and i'm utterly certain that UK retail will bounce back better as well. Do you think it's challenged the shows before the pandemic? Footfall was getting challenging, not challenging, still a huge amount of visitors, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't Mm -hmm. as much buying happening at the shows as before people were spending very freely. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, And over the years, they've spent slightly less freely, not that they don't come but the, you know it's more thought through but I feel that people are missed online like physical events so much so do you think this is going to kind of mean that you get more people than 
you've so, had sort of in years. Karen will back me up on this. The retailers, the visitors that we've had to our international shows that have run in Russia, mm-hmm. in China and in Turkey, the density of the visitors, which means the number of visitors per exhibitor has been higher than pre-pandemic levels. Mm. So that is a really great early indicator of what we hope to see at Autumn Fair. None of us have got a magic wand. We're cautiously optimistic, but we encourage retailers to come and discover those new product ranges at Autumn Fair, which is the 5th to the 8th of September 2021 at the NEC in Birmingham. And visitors can register their interest and exhibitors can apply to be part of the show right now on the Autumn Fair website, or they can apply right now to be part of the Spring and Autumn Fair online marketplace. So we are really, really excited to hear from our customers whatever they're interested in right now. Just think about yesterday, the, the, the first day opening of shops, you wouldn't have this many people on a Monday out shopping and eating and drinking. So we're kind of auto, there will be the first live event, but of course everything in a, in a safe and secure way. Yeah, I think, I mean, I hope, but I, I think we need it in the industry. It's really taught us, I, I think from a lot of people that I've talked to, and I, I'd be interested to see if you heard the same, you know, people really miss trade shows and they might actually value them more after this. You're right. You are right. So right. <laughs> it's 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 a, a refrain that we've heard from so many people and the, the we we I, I can't even tell you the conversations we've had with retailers and with exhibitors some of whom are so emotionally connected to our shows and miss their customers so for many it's the only place they see their retailers each year is mm. on site at the shows and then the, a lot of their retailers they're their friends it's their network it's their community so it's been quite an emotional experience for many both the exhibitors the suppliers and the retailers and for many businesses our shows are probably accountable for 80 to 90 percent of their turnover each year so when you think of that yes people have pivoted they've been able to drive business online but nowhere near the amount of business that they would have ordinarily done. And I think it's that natural reticence that retailers don't want to buy hundreds of thousands of pounds. They don't want to spend that with a supplier they've never met before, where they can't touch the the sample, where they can't feel the quality. So that's why the shows are so important. So we anticipate that really deep buys will be done at the shows and that our online marketplace will be there as a complement. So we cannot wait to welcome our community back. And we know it's going to be a very emotional reunion in September at the NEC at Autumn Fair. Yeah, I um, I can't wait either. And I think a lot of the people that are listening to this podcast are smaller brands. So they're the ones that maybe haven't exhibited before, thinking about exhibiting, or maybe exhibited once or twice, but also mainly this kind of smaller dance and stuff so what can what do you guys do as a show organizer to help them what are the options because it can feel a little bit intimidating and scary I think to call the sales team even though that you know as as 
people that listen to my episode with Jessica will know, you know, they're very friendly, but but it can still be intimidating. So what are their options for smaller businesses to get involved with the show? So I definitely think they should call one of us, pick up the phone, have a conversation, have a Teams video meeting, whatever it is, show us your product, share with us the price point, share with us the ambition for your business and the ambition for your brand. And all of our people that work across spring and autumn fair and indeed across retail and fashion they are consultants they, they they're not interested in selling a stand for the sake of it because if people don't come back year in year out then it's just a waste of everyone's time we want customers to stay with us for years to come we've got very high retention rates so we have trusted sales consultants and we will advise them on whether it's the right time for them to exhibit or not and I do want people to trust in us we are a very trusted partner our heritage makes us your listeners trusted partner whether that be at the shows or whether that be at spring and autumn fair marketplace that's brilliant i um i think that it is such a useful you know you, everyone that work in the sales team has so much knowledge and i think it there's no obligation to book a stand just because you're calling someone i think it's really something to remember that it is a conversation it's not you signing up and spending money that you don't know if you have or not it's, it's no, just precisely. Chat. Yes, it is just it is just an inquiry. And and my my people are very aware often they are have run small businesses themselves or they have family members that are running small businesses. So we are there to drive the success of, of businesses of all kinds within home and gift and fashion and we are very excited to hear from everyone so please please do get in contact with us there's an option for for all brilliant so i i guess it will be really you know exciting about the 4th of may to see the platform launch fully with you know what brands are going to be on there and all that sort of thing i'm very excited to see it what are you uh, do you have feel that karin maybe did I miss anything? Is there anything else you should want to share about the platform? No, just uh, please, you know, join us as a brand or a buyer and help us build a platform that, that will work for the market. So, you know, the, it's really the more the merrier with focus on quality. And we look forward to seeing many, many brands and buyers joining us for this journey. Brilliant. Julie, do you have anything to add to that? I just want to wish everyone, all of your listeners and everyone within the retail community, best wishes and great luck for the reopening of retail. We want wish everyone trading success. Can't wait to welcome you all back to Autumn Fair on the 5th of September this year. Brilliant. Thank you so much. I'm going to leave the links to the Spring and Autumn Fair websites and the social media and stuff in the show notes for anyone that wants to go and have a look. Thank you so much, Julie and Corinne, for taking the time to come and chat with me and talk about this new exciting venture and extension of Spring and Autumn Fair. Fantastic. Thanks for having us, Therese. Thanks, Therese. You take care. Thank you, Corin and Julie, for coming on Let's Talk Shop. And thank you to all of you who are listening. As always, if you need help with your wholesale, I work with clients both one-to-one 
and I offer courses on the very topic of selling to retail. My next course will be my Let's Talk Sales course, which is all about taking a proactive approach to your selling and getting confident selling to retailers. And that is perfect if you keep moving that selling down your to-do list. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing a lot more information about the course and it will be starting on the 11th of May and uh, then I will fit in another group on my Start to Wholesale course in June before we properly goes into summer and if you want to start to wholesale this year and you're thinking I need to get ready for this autumn then that's the perfect course for you where we will cover everything from getting your products retail ready, pricing and sales material. So both courses are very much geared towards the small business owner who wants to sell to shops and get their brand out there. So go and have a look both courses. You can read about them over on my website. And otherwise, I hope that you have a brilliant week. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you tune in next Monday when the podcast will be back with a new episode. 